Welcome to Pilgrim Lost. Come walk with us while we explore life in hopeful motion. Pilgrim Lost is back. I'm Tony, and um, we're just so happy to have, the, for all of our community out there, um, continuing to think about the adventures they want to have around the world and how to bring those adventures home to their everyday life, how to um, go on pilgrimage, uh, both when you fly to Spain or if you just want to walk to the store, that both things can be a pilgrimage. It's all about your mindset and your heart set along the way. And uh, today we're talking with two brand new friends. When I say brand new, I mean like I've known them 10 minutes, maybe brand new. And uh, uh, Kyra and Santiago, you guys are married, living in Portland, Oregon. Am I correct? That's correct. Yes. Yes. And and we found out about you from Bryson, who came on to talk about the Island Walk a couple of episodes ago. Yes. And he told us, you guys had this great story. And we're like, well, we want to meet them. And why not meet you with the camera and the microphones on? So I'm just going to let you guys just kind of tell me your story a little bit. What is this story that Bryson thinks I need to hear? Because I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, you start. <laughs> well... Uh, just a few years ago in 2016, we met on the Camino de Santiago. So uh, I went there, I was in Spain for seven weeks and I walked for five weeks on the Camino. And, and I have made the Camino seven, eight times, but no completing uh, different parts, different Caminos right. and in different ways. I am from Spain, from Canary Islands. It's near to me for me. Okay, so uh, so uh, the accent. I'm, I'm yeah. I've come in here. I'm hearing a little Spanish accent there. Fantastic. Uh, and you grew up. You grew up in Spain, and it's only because of Cairo that you live here in the states now. Yes, yes, because of Cairo. Yes, I moved. <laughs> I moved my Camino to here because of her. Fantastic. So, Cairo. So, first of all, how did you end up in? Let's start with your story. How did you get to Spain? And then I want to hear like where on the Camino you ran into this guy and how did that happen? Because I'm super curious. <clears throat> well, I, I read about the Camino um, about 20 years prior in a, a book called The Pilgrimage by Paulo Coelho. And one of Mark's favorite books, producer Mark's yeah, favorite books. It's a great book. And I, uh, I just kind of always had this dream of doing it, but it just was never a convenient time because it takes a lot of time to do the whole right. thing. Right. And it was always work and different um, obstacles. So I just, uh, one day I just decided I was kind of stressed out from work and I needed a, a little retreat and I wanted to get away. So I just decided to book the flight a few months out and uh, then I'd have to go. And so I booked it and I started preparing and then I just um, ended up in Spain. And uh, it was one of the best decisions I ever made because it was mm. a life changing trip, obviously, because of my... <laughs> wonderful husband and, and kids now, but, uh, but just, uh, so many great experiences that I think we'll talk about, but, uh, but yeah, I was there and I, uh, I walked, like I said, five weeks and I think I met Santi, like it was like my first week, the like the yeah. end of my first week. Okay. And were you walk, were you walking the Francais? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So into your first week. So at this point you're all the way through Pamplona, you're moving yes. along 
And you guys meet in an albergue or over dinner or how did how'd that work out? Yeah, well, really, it wasn't that formal. We just, uh, we crossed paths randomly. Well, we met in an albergue. No, we met in an albergue in Estela. Estela. We, we slept in the... Uh, opposite bunks. Opposite bunks. <laughs> yes. We he say was, hi. He was in the top bunk over here and I was in the bottom. And it was, uh, and it was before, it was like morning when we met, though we just said hi, introduced ourselves. And then we were walking with other people. We split separate ways, and then, and then I don't think we really we didn't see each other again until the next day. The next day, yes. And we just kept crossing paths randomly. We weren't looking yeah. for each other. We didn't exchange contact information. It just kept happening organically over a few days, which was okay. Now hold on. You weren't looking for each other. Can you honestly say no. you weren't looking at all for each other? I'm just no. curious. <laughs> well, no, I, after the first meeting, I don't. Well, think so. at the beginning, no. It was like okay. It's nice, <laughs> but after a while, yes, really. <laughs> after we started running, kept running into each other, we were kind of, you know, I wonder if he's out there somewhere. But we didn't, uh, we didn't exchange our information, so we weren't, you know, well, I'll see you tonight at this place, or it just kind of right. kept happening. Yeah, and just yeah, we, we didn't really start chatting until he left for home. Um, yeah, because so I, I was for like, in the camino for a few days. Uh, I may uh, I told you I made different caminos yeah. before, and this time I started in Pamplona, and I said, okay, I'm going to walk a few days, eight or ten days, and and I walked from there, and it was a coincidence, and we met like in my second day, I think, or the first, I don't know, I think it was the second day, it was a long time ago, <laughs> I don't remember now. Okay, so you meet, you fi you did finally exchange information, you started started chatting and stuff. Uh, Cairo, while you were still walking the Camino, you were checking yeah. in. Yeah, and I wasn't uh, overly connected on the Camino with, yes, uh, on my cell phone, but but we yeah. uh, connected via WhatsApp because that's really common in Europe. Yeah, yeah, but that was after at the end, really. After Did Burgos. It? Yeah, after Burgos, that was okay. started. So we crossed paths. We did finally at the end. We exchanged our contact information, and we were both in Burgos. And we did send each other a message and we said, let's meet yeah. for a glass of wine or whatever. We met, we went with a few other pilgrims to a bar where there was music and we spent a few hours together, but it wasn't like a date or anything. We were with a bunch of other people. And, and then after that, we, he left, went home and we chatted and yeah. the rest is history. So. No, 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 it's not history. I want to hear more. So at this point, <laughs> Santi's, Santi's back home. You're finishing out the Camino. Yeah. You're going into Santiago. And then you fly home and you guys keep communicating. And then somehow you manage to trick him into coming to Portland, Oregon. I mean, there's got there's a lot more story here. <laughs> I left on, on Burgos. I, I finished my Camino. From Burgos. Okay. Uh, and then we met there. And yes, we exchanged all those WhatsApps during the days that she, she was in the Camino. Um, I invited her to come to my islands. Okay, so he introduced <laughs> me over the internet. <laughs> to come yeah. to the islands. She so, have a lot of days. Yeah. This was my, so my plan was to be seven weeks there. I was going to do okay. the Camino in four to five weeks and then go to Portugal. Because it ends, you know, right next to Portugal. So right. that was the plan. And he it said, well, why don't you come to Canary Islands? And I said, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to Portugal. That's my plan. Why don't you come to Portugal and we can spend some days together? No, he couldn't come. But he said, but in this, my island is beautiful. And there are mountains and 
there are so many wonderful things to do, sports and delicious food. And it's so very good. He, he wrote poems, he sang songs over the, the uh, messaging, and uh, he convinced me. And I went there wow. instead of Portugal. So <laughs> I wow. spent, spent a week there and then went home. Wow, you're uh, you're making a really good case for Spaniards there. So, I mean, every woman's dream to have poetry and music uh, over the, over their messaging. Okay, so um, you guys obviously fell in love, got married. You have twins and ha happy ever after ish. Sure. Yes, we'll we're, we're in a daze right now because they're one and a half. So it's a it's a Crazy we are, time. We are tired. <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> there is a lot of things of the Camino that we learn that now is kind of like a, in the past because of the lack of energy that we are living now right. is oof, brutal. <laughs> but still, there is some things that uh, we hope that when we recover our energy, it's going to be a good way for the babies too. To learn and we hope to go back with them too oh yeah we are going awesome i want to get into that in a minute but um santiago i thought maybe we've never had a spaniard on pilgrim lost before and you said that you've walked like seven or eight times a piece of is that yes. typical for people who live in spain to want to do the camino we talk about it over here do you guys talk about it over there like how much how much national attention does it get I was surprised because in this Camino that I made here, uh, I thought that there was going to be less people uh, because it's the beginning of the Camino. And I know that at the end of the Camino, there is a lot more people making the last 100 kilometers. Right. I don't know how many miles. I know that there is a lot there. Then I, I want to a little to, to be more alone and walk. But it was a surprise for me because... I saw a lot, a lot of people, and a lot of them, they were foreigners, really, more than, than Spaniards. Yeah. There is a Spaniard that do the Camino, but there is a lot more foreigners, I think. Okay. Um, can you help, can you give us, can you give me and our community who's listening some tips on how to be a good visitor to Spain? Like, like... What are things that pilgrims do that that make the locals frustrated or and how, how can we be good guests in, in your country of origin? Like, can you help us with that? No, that's an interesting question. I don't, know. I, don't <laughs> I don't live in La Camino, but I don't think uh, it matters really. There's, there is a lot of people in the Camino that they don't speak English. Then... It can be a little uh, bad communication, but I don't know. Be nice. <laughs> don't shine your headlamp in the albergue at night. The, the Spanish people, we are very smiley, I think. I think. And some people look at you very serious on that. It's kind of like, okay, uh, the first impression is a little, it's, it's very important. But there is nothing really, I don't know. Just be yourself. <laughs> be natural. Right. So um, you said that your hope is to go back and walk again, maybe with your kids someday. What um what part what part does pilgrim being a pilgrim or going on pilgrimage, whatever terminology you want to use, 
what, like, how does that fill your thought when you think about your life, you think about your goals or whatever, how, what, what role does it play? If that question makes any sense, if not, I can try and rephrase it. Mm, sorry, I didn't understand. So <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you think about, how do you think about going on the Camino? Do you think for sure I want to do it again and I want this to be a part of my life for, oh, yeah. 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 For me, the, the Spanian is, is really very rich on uh, energy. I don't know. I feel yeah. it's, it's kind of like a meditation, a long meditation. Yes. That you don't try to meditate. It's like the Camino make you meditate. After a long, uh, a few days in the Camino, uh, your body, I don't know, is. Uh, your body gets the uh, protagonist. Uh, your mind kind of like a, a, I don't know, get, get clean. Right. Um, and I don't know, we were talking before, it's like a, there is a lot of connection with the people of the Camino. Um, there is a lot of, I, I don't know how to explain, but there is a lot of energy in the Camino. Yeah. When you are doing the Camino, the suffering, I feel like the suffering of any pilgrim uh, join uh, with the other. I don't know. Right. It's the, the suffering join. <laughs> I don't know how to call it. Kara, how would you add to that? Yeah, I, th I think uh, definitely the meditation part, uh, just the simplicity of the Camino. It's, you know, every day it's, it's you sleep, you walk, you eat, you shower, you sleep again, and then repeat, repeat. And it really it takes away all the distractions of daily life. And so it is really a, a great way to clear your head. And, um, and, it, and I think just that aspect alone makes those connections with other people a lot richer. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about how, you know, here we meet so many people and there's so much small talk, you know, about the weather or nothing. But on the Camino and you can know people for years and, and not really talk about anything of importance or substance. But on the Camino, there were so many connections where, you know, you just run into somebody walking and literally you talk to them for like five minutes and they're telling you their deepest, yeah, right. thoughts, feelings, experiences, or what brought them there, which for a lot of people was a very traumatic experience or emotional experience. And so that it's just that those really heartfelt connections that are happening, I think just because all the clutter is cleared. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just really cleansing. It's just... Um, I think a lot of people, including myself, don't realize how um, cleansing it is to get away from everything and just be in nature. And every day it's just your footsteps and, yeah. you know, getting to the next place. And and it's just, uh, there's, I could go on all day about how it's changed my life, but I think just coming back after that, uh, it's, it's like, you just feel like you're starting fresh. Mm. You know, you kind of washed away all of that. Um, the clutter <laughs> in your mind from daily life and stress. Yeah. We like to say that something about being, being on a pilgrimage an actual like marked out pilgrims, other people are taking it as well. Something happens in the psychology of everyone walking that we all just suddenly assume that everyone else is in my story and I'm in their story. Like we're all yeah. co-participants in the same story. Therefore we sort of, have access to one another. Like I'm willing to share and you're, and I expect you to share with me because we're in, but you walk around Portland and the assumption is, is that that person's in a different story than mine. 
Yes. That makes sense. And so my mentality tends to be different. Mm -hmm. So here's a question. Kyra, one thing that you and I have in common that I did do a little bit of research on you is we are both old Oregonians. Yes. We're a rare breed. I am. I'm fifth generation, both sides. So you're fourth generation. So we go, we're, we're tied to this land. We love this place. So my question for you is how have you been able to bring the Camino back home? Like, how are you able to either the practices you learn there, apply them to life here, or how is being there? How has it changed your perception on life here in Portland or around? Uh, I think uh, really being there, I like what you said about how we, you kind of, there's this general feeling that we all have something in common. And Mm -hmm. Santi mentioned the suffering because there is a lot of suffering on the Camino with your feet hurt and you're, you know, whatever, you're tired, you're hungry. And uh, it's just kind of that, that sense of connection. And I feel uh, that's a lot more palpable now in my daily life than it was before, because uh, really we're all connected and uh, we all have um, common wants and needs. And, and even though we have different lifestyles, it, it uh, the experience on the Camino has just been a great reminder that um, really, I think everyone has something in common with everyone else. There's something, it's just a matter of uh, being open and clear enough to, um, I guess to be open to that, and and uh, and you talked about people smiling and on the Camino, everybody, most people are in a good mood, and and I find that goes a long way too in everyday life. Right, you know, smiling, waving, and uh, it can really make a difference. Yeah, it's as if you know, in any given moment, there's a spectrum of where our attitude could be. Right. Mm-hmm. And on and on the Santiago, a lot of days you're in pain or a lot of days yeah. you're maybe really lonely or that that long meditation that Santi was talking about, that that you kind of get into some of the darker things in your memories or the darker mm-hmm. things about your past and maybe shame or whatever. And you're feeling that. So within that spectrum, everybody tries to live. It seems like they try to interact with you at, at the most positive, engaging end of whatever spectrum they're in that that particular day. You know, mm-hmm. so even if they're hurting, they want to like share optimistically, like how they're getting through the hurting, you know, as opposed yeah. to just complain about the hurt. You know what I mean? Always seems to yeah. be yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I think who decide to make these kind of trips know that it's going to suffer in some way. Right. Um, and then that made like a, every pilgrim is, is kind of like a half. Uh, a lot of similarities, similar, similar yeah. similar, you know. Yeah. Um, and that is uh, make you more uh, touched to the other. You know, it's uh, I don't know. You have something in common with other. It's not like a typical trips where you go to drink and pools or things like that. No, you go specifically for make a hard experience of walking. For a long, long time, then that I think is, is already uh, uh, moving something in your mind that uh, make you connect with the other people that decide right. to live the same experience. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Santi, you said that that when you go on a pilgrimage, it's like going on a long meditation, right? I think you said something like that. Like going along, how have you guys been able to like practice that contemplation here? I mean, you've got little, little kids, 
<laughs> you have the everything of the distraction of life. Have you been able to find ways to be reflective, to be contemplative, to meditate here? Uh, we find we we follow the system of meditating every day, but we have to say that it's uh, it's difficult when you return to your place, when you have your worries, your all the things that are in your mind. It's difficult to keep that peace that at the end of the Camino you get. Right. Or during the Camino too. It's like a, it's something that we talk a lot about that. How can we, you know, how we keep this energy for a longer time? Because it's hmm. really at the end of the Camino, it's kind of like a, a peaceful mind. You are arrived to your place and you feel like you are in other, other speed. You see the people are like going around fast here and you feel like I'm like a, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, floating or something. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult. We try every day. We work on that. Now it's harder for us for the question of, <laughs> of the babies, but right. we try, we try writing, uh, meditating, um, walking as much as we can. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it really helped us to see the the impact that um, being in silence and being in nature too, um, what the impact that has on us and just um, our general well-being. So we really try to make it a priority to spend some time in meditation. Like you said, we try to do something creative, even if it's just right for 15 minutes um, and and try to get outside as much as possible. And it is it is hard with the babies that threw our schedule off completely, but but it's we're trying to figure out a way to adjust our practice. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So you guys, I mean, Bryson was a lion. I mean, love story on the Camino, meet <laughs> along the way, fall in love afterwards, end up together in Portland. It's really a sweet story. Thank you. Well, we're you know we're to the other, we made all the Camino after. Yeah, we did the Son of Race Camino as well. Oh, yeah. And That's... part of the Portuguese. Yes, yes. A few years later. Oh wow! Yeah. So we before so we get married. I think we didn't <laughs> fall in love yet on the Camino. We we spent. He you came to Portland in March. The I, following, so we met in September of two thousand. I fell in love. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> he fell in love. So we met in September of two thousand sixteen. Okay. He, and I I met him and we I went to his island, but he came here in March of. 2017 and that was when we really yeah knew we had a connection and and he was only here a couple of weeks but then he left and came back for an entire summer hmm. so and that's when we decided we wanted to be together and then we went through the whole immigration process and long distance dating and all that so he's only been here how long have you been here three Two, years three years so there was a chunk in between where we were traveling but, yeah. but anyway, anyway, yeah. that's another story. <laughs> but but yeah, we went back. Uh, There's a lot of a story about that. But yes, it's I think one. it was 2017 that we did the Son of Race for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or was it like a week? Say say that again. The Santo Grace. Seven days. Son of Son of Son of Race. Uh, Camino de Sanabria. Where does that start? Where does it end? Tell me about it. Uh, where uh, end in the same place? Santiago. But okay. uh, start. I think it's a start in, uh, in, in Sanabria. I think it's, it's uh, in Castilla Leon, in the community. It's near 
Uh, I have very bad memory for the names of all the. I I own plans. <laughs> that, that makes me feel better because I can never remember the names. Mark's great at it. Mark does all, producer Mark does all this research. He knows the names. He hasn't been there yet. He knows yeah. the names of all the towns better than me. And I've actually walked in. I can't remember any of them. So. I mean, too, there is people that I, they told me, oh, you were in this place. I don't know. I have been in all that places, but I don't remember any name. I go, yeah. I go, uh, that is all. But it does. It connects to the Portuguese. Yeah. Okay. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, but they both end in Santiago. We yeah. went to Port the Portuguese and just walked for a few days, right? And then, then we were almost to Santiago. It was like super hot. There were hardly any people. Albergues were closed, and we said, "Let's go home." Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't finish. We stopped what like wow. less than a week before, but we thought we've been to Santiago and we were tired. So eleven days, I think. Eleven days before the end. No, 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 no. Oh, walking eleven yeah. days. Okay. Yeah, but it was it was nice. The Portuguese was memorable, and I would go back and do that whole Camino one day. My sister's actually on the Portuguese right now. Oh wow, the coastal yeah. or inside? No, the the, the inland one. But she's yeah. three she's three days from Santiago as we speak. Wow. Well, my favorite yeah. Camino was the Primitive, or the Camino from Oviedo, Asturias. That was my favorite experience, like a walking. The Primitive. Primitivo? Yeah, Primitivo. Nice. For me, it was like a, a good, good walking. I don't know. It was different. Well, Kyra and Santi, thank you so much. Um, it's, it's really surprising to learn that by following your simple 10-step process, you too can fall in love on the Camino. I'm sure that all of our listeners will be happy to hear that, that, it, that, <laughs> that your, your, your program for, for falling in love is, uh, is now available. I but, have one um, more point. Yeah, please. Program. I was not looking to meet anyone. And I, I'm not even to make friends. I wanted to meditate. I was. I got up early in the morning before everyone else to avoid people. I mean, yeah, I was friendly, but I wanted to be alone. I was not looking for a partner. And I don't think you were either. Maybe he was. but I didn't uh, want any relationship on distance. Because my all, uh, previous relation was on distance. And I said, okay, I don't want that. And at the end, I went from one guy of this in Spain to one in USA, like a farther, <laughs> farther away. But it's, uh, it's. I think a lot of it. I really believe in energy, and uh, and I think just uh, kind of just having a clear head and an open mind is part of what brought us together. It wasn't necessarily look, you know, looking to see who's out there and trying to meet someone because that wasn't happening. So. I, I hope I didn't imply that you were. I just was having fun. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and it is. It's, it's And I think that's a great note there. You know, um, one of the things that I, you know, I've, I've talked with and I guess advised dozens of people who've gone on the Camino. One of the things I always say is don't have expectations. Do not, don't prejudge what's going to happen. You know, yes. some people go, I'm going to, figure out my mission in life. And that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to get that thing. That's going to give my life meaning. And I'm going to come home. And it's like, don't put that expectation. Cause you may not, that may not be the thing that your subconscious needs. Like, yeah, you may, you may not even think it, you may not deal with your future. Cause you may need to deal with your past. That might be the thing that happens or it might mm -hmm. be unexpected or you might find the love of your life. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But, yeah. um, 
so I think that's a really good note, you know, and, and I mean, that's true of life as well. So uh, true. Yeah. Go, go into life with an open heart, um, generous, a generous mind, a curious mind and an open heart. Mm -hmm. And who knows, who knows what, uh, what the universe is going to give to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Living the moment. Mm -hmm. Presence. Any, any closing, closing thoughts before we say goodbye? Uh, I think anyone who can do the Camino should do it. I think, I know it's, it's hard to get away sometimes for the whole thing, but even, uh, and I shouldn't say it doesn't even have to be the Camino, but if you can get away somewhere where you can just walk and be present and, uh, carry only the item, the, the items you need on your back for a couple of weeks or even a week, um, it can be life-changing. And yeah. it's, uh, and another thing I didn't mention when you asked, um, how it's impacted um, the thought process now. Another thing is you just realize how little you truly need to be comfortable. And, uh, and you know, just I'd never traveled with only a pack for that long. And, and uh, you really appreciate the things that you have. And when I got home and saw my bulging closet of clothes, it was just, um, it was overwhelming. And um, it's, it's, I think it's good to have that experience at some point in your life, just to realize how little you truly need. Love it. Yeah. Santi, anything else? Yeah, that I recommend completely that experience because it's a changing of life. It changed my life, changed her life. Um, I have recommend a lot of friends because that it puts you in a point where, where you really think how important, what is really important and what not. How uh, teach you to live in the moment? Um, I don't know. I, I totally recommend. I think you have to live because everyone lives the Camino in their own way. Yeah. But you have to live it for really uh, learn all what you can learn. Love it. And just um, just remind everybody, uh, being a pilgrim doesn't start when your feet hit the ground in Spain. That's a mindset you can have when you wake up every morning. It's, I want, I want to, I want to be whole. I want to be connected with myself. I want to live open heart, curious mind every day as I walk out into the world. I want to see other people as if they're a part of my story and I'm a part of their story and that we can learn from each other, bless one another, share both the struggles as well as the joys of life with others. Um, Kyra, Santi, thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your, your story and your love story and your Camino story with us and, and your back in Portland story. It's so great. Uh, this is Pilgrim Lost. You can find us at pilgrimlost.com, um, at Pilgrim Lost. Um, if you feel like going to our, our Patreon page and, and supporting the community, we'd love that. Guys, thanks again for coming and, um, and bless you. Thanks for getting lost with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for walking with us. To stay connected, visit us at pilgrimlost.com. Please comment, share, and respond.